Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today uh, we have episode 48 of the Cinemania World Show. This is the show where we talk about a couple of movie news, television news, all that good stuff. I am joined by uh, amazing special guests that I had last week for that hot mess of a show. But we're back this week <laughs> with the same people. Uh, we have my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown Show from LC Screen Talk, Larry. Larry, how are you, my good, my good friend? Doing well. I'm for sure headed to Chicago in October. Bought my Kit Harrington photo op today, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> um, and we are also joined from the Cinemania page. Hannah, Hannah, how are you? I'm great. So, um, before we get started, did we all change our minds that Beauty and the Beast is the best movie of all time? Oh, the remake? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay. What about Bohemian Rhapsody? No, nothing. Oh God, no. Yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> um, all right. So today, last week, we did our uh, favorite movies of the year so far, which was a fun show. If you guys want to go listen to that, go listen to it. It was a Long list. We all did 10. The three of us did 10 movies that we enjoyed this year. Uh, now, today, we are going to do our top 10 most anticipated of the rest of the year. So, the rest of 2019, what we're really looking forward to and all that stuff. We're going to do 10 each since it's three of us today. Um, but before we get into that, a um, couple of movie news to discuss a little bit, um, I guess... Some news have has been all over the interwebs today about the upcoming Bo uh, Birds of Prey movie. Uh, next year it releases and the script kind of leaked online. And I guess they kind of revealed that Black Mask, the character, is going to be in gay character. So there's a lot of controversy spurring out. I know, Hannah, you had more to say than I did about this story because I this is this is my first hearing about it. So what's your thoughts on all that? And then we'll go into Larry's thoughts. I know that the controversy is mainly around uh, representation. Um, and in my mind, I think that it's representation and it's not like they're making the villain out to be a bad person because they're gay. It's just, you know, the villain happens to be gay and that I'm, a part of the LGBT community and I'm, obviously I'm not a gay male so I don't have like the full perspective of it but being a part of the community I can't say this doesn't bother me I think I think that this is a good thing you know we don't have any LGBT um villains in comic book movies and I think this is a really good first time to have one it's yeah I I, I actually really agree uh Larry what about you what do you think yeah I'm uh I think, I don't know, it gets so dicey with people sometimes uh, when we start discussing these things. It's not going to please everyone. But part of the deal is when you get more representation, you're going to get more villains as well. Um, mm -hmm. And villains are a lot of times people's favorite characters, first of all. Mm -hmm. I guess I understand in a certain sense that why are we getting an LGBTQ villain before we get an LGBTQ hero? I guess I can understand it coming from that point of view. But, I mean, uh, we all love Ewan McGregor. And yes. <laughs> I and Ewan McGregor has already played a gay character before in film. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that's another weird aspect for me is the whole straight actors playing gay characters. I'm mostly still okay with it. I would really like to see some more gay actors playing gay characters. Um, but I'm also cool seeing, you know, Ben Wishaw getting to just play the dad in Mary Poppins and <laughs> not having to explain or do any of that. Or So as long as we're, we're still getting gay actors working, and not having a problem there, which I know there is still more of a problem getting gay actors to play straight roles or whatever. Mm. Um, but I also would like to see Margot Robbie. I know she was pulling strings. I know she was like... Yeah, she's pushing. producing, too. She's producing, yeah. so she yeah. can pull some of those. And she was pushing for Harley Quinn to transition into her relationship with Poison Ivy, which mm. I am 100% down for. First of all, let me just say this. Kids... Poison, I mean, kids, <laughs> Harley Quinn and the Joker is not relationship goals. Oh, come on. 
But don't give right. y'all. So many of y'all be shipping them and like, oh my gosh, so romantic. This no, that is an example of an abusive relationship. It is not gold. However, I, even though they're both villains, still, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy is actually, at least in the comic books, a much better relationship. So hopefully, I would also like to see them move away from the Joker and yeah. give her Poison Ivy. Give her a good relationship there. And if they do that, then I think, A, they're already... DC's already killing it uh, on the representation front, honestly. I mean, Marvel, yeah. where are you at? They beat you yep. to the first female <laughs> hero to the screen. They're going to beat you to the first LGBTQ representation. And no, that Russo cameo does not count Marvel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need you to stop. So <laughs> it's about to get you. You have Brie Larson. You have Tessa Thompson both saying, yes, my character, we can make her bisexual and I am on board. So what you going to do? What you going to do, Marvel? <laughs> I, um, yeah, I was completely baffled at the first Marvel's first movie uh, Marvel's first female character was Captain Marvel when it should have been Black like Black Widow should have been a phase one movie, but um it wasn't. I don't know why. Uh but I, I had to agree with you guys about the um about his character being um, you know, I think it's it'll be nice and cool and different. And, you know, we we would finally have a strong villain who's in the LGBT community. I'm a huge fan of Black Mask as well. So I wouldn't mind, of course, his character um being that because it's different and it's like, you know, it shows more representation on screen um the i don't really remember the last time i've seen like a gay villain yet per se i guess like i know you i, I you guys don't play video games i would assume um but there's a <laughs> there was a there was a video game a couple of years ago called far cry it was far cry 4 i believe and the villain was gay and he had like he had like very like he was very flamboyant and he was like like his suit his like killing suit was like pink and he had like these nice loafers and he had like this like stylish hair and stuff like that and it was so cool like you know what i mean he was so menacing and stuff still so i don't think we have to be afraid i know some studios are afraid of oh no you can't really have like a game villain doesn't work you can't be intimidated which I, I i think is so untrue um so i yeah i would love for this to be a thing just have it be I a thing I have to say, I would rather they go full gay villain than, I mean, there's such a thing as queer coding, which is what mm, Dis mm -hmm. people have a problem with what Dis Disney did actually throughout <laughs> uh, uh, the 90s in particular with not only Ursula, who basically, as we talked about on the last show, is a drag queen. I mean, she's fully modeled after a drag queen, but even Scar and Jafar, we've had a lot of these characters who are very effeminate and have very, you know, what could be argued, or even uh, um, LeFou in Beauty and the Beast, yeah. which they addressed. They have very effeminate qualities. They read as more LGBTQ, but are never said to be. So I, I prefer just come out with a gay villain than que like queer coding things to where it's like, oh, gay synonymous with bad Bad, but we're never mm -hmm. going to even give the representation. So, mm -hmm. this is a good point. It's a good point, actually. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So, yeah, I totally agree. So, uh, let's move on to something else, which was kind of a shock. So, last, I believe, um, the last live show Hannah and I did, we were talking about some of the first reactions to the Lion King and stuff like that, and how there was like a few. It was like when we was getting to the end of that show, like the premiere had just ended, so it was only like a select mm -hmm. few of like you know tweets and stuff about that about the movie. But uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is out, and the uh, movie is so divided right now as far as with critics goes. Next week we'll see how it goes with fans. Um, I don't remember. I haven't checked a lot the Rotten Tomatoes score yet, I but I, I, right I yeah, I know it's super super low. I was. Expect when I heard Lion King and live action, I was expecting like a ninety-eight or like a ninety-four or something. It's at like a fifty-something or a sixty-something. It's at a sixty right now. Yeah, it's not good. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts about this whole uh, mixed reactions on the Lion King movie? The first, the one thing I'm hearing is that the VFX is awesome and it's amazing, but I'm hearing that I'm hearing that there's not a lot of emotion from lions. I mean, they're animals, I, I guess, and there's there's not a lot of new isms or anything like that in the movie so hannah what do you think um i feel like this is kind of the same thing that happened with aquaman because when aquaman came out 
all the early reactions were super positive, like beyond positive. And everyone was like, I love it. It's like one of my favorite movies of the year and all this, you know, mm. whatever. And then the same thing happened when me and you were, were doing the show. Everyone was like, The Lion King is amazing. It's fantastic. Mm. You know, it was overwhelming po- positive. And then when the Rotten Tomato score came out, it's like really divisive. And mm. it's like the same thing happened with Aquaman and the same thing is happening here. And I kind of expected it to be a little divisive because there's like there's like two sides of twitter right now it's like one side is really excited for it and then the other side is like it doesn't show emotion whatever you know (laughs) and everyone's fighting about it and i the rotten tomato score it shows you know obviously it doesn't matter i don't think the rotten tomato scores matter you know at all i don't put that in my mind whenever i go see a movie but you know, it's it's interesting to see how many people are, you know, divided on it. Right. And then, uh, Larry, what about you? What do you think? Um. Yeah, I I mean, I guess I'm a little shocked because what? I thought Disney <laughs> paid off the trip. <laughs> um, but oh, no, in seriousness, um, I mean, this is right in line with a lot of these disney live action remakes honestly i think audiences have really enjoyed them for the most part including aladdin which is in a similar ballpark they're right about the same with lion king and aladdin and audiences seem to really love aladdin clearly they loved beauty and the beast which was a little bit higher it got into the 70s at least on Ron tomatoes but it's you hello but it still wasn't like (laughs) certified fresh you know it was just fresh um and then you look at like dumbo all of these alice in wonderland they've had very similar meh okay kind of reactions from critics but audiences come out in droves and support most of them so i'm not really too shocked with this i think the jungle book uh john favreau's first attempt is one of the few actually that has a really good rotten tomato score and audiences Mm -hmm. seem to enjoy it so i guess i'm a little bit i thought it was going to do just a bit better though amongst critics so i am a little bit shocked i thought fans would be very divided but Mm -hmm. i thought critics were going to enjoy it just a bit more and and praise it a bit more but uh, apparently not i think what john favreau did with the jungle book was he did make it different uh he he changed it enough from the original story we changed the ending first of all like they completely changed how Mowgli ends his story and i think they they made necessary adjustments to the jungle book that i think i don't know i guess people were more forgiving and it sounds like maybe there were no adjustments really made other than a beyonce song that i've heard get mixed reviews itself so who knows um yeah i also heard that the voice cast was good um mm-hmm. i'm i'm seeing it next week i'm very I, I, I don't know. I was never when I I mean, The Lion King, I was excited for it, but I wasn't like, oh, man, The Lion King. I just um, I haven't really been too wowed by these remakes yet. Uh, but like you said, Larry, it's going to do great. Uh, Aladdin, I, I'm so tired of talking about the Aladdin's box office on our show on Sundays because it just continues <laughs> to make so much so money. Much money. <laughs> it, yeah, it continues to make a lot of money. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, as far as the other news, there's not a lot, I guess, quickly. Uh, Euphoria got renewed. Woo woo! Uh, um, uh, Power Rangers. I mean, I <laughs> people know. are still complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, Power Rangers. I see one tweet um, about it at least a day. <laughs> yeah, um, Batista's movie got like re- got like booted to next year. Millie Bobby huh? Brown. And the Adams movie got booted to next yeah. year. Millie what Bobby's... are we talking about? What are you well, guys well, talking well, I'm just, about? Well, I'm just scrolling through. I'm just scrolling through a bunch of the. I just know Amy Adams' film Twitter was super sad because they expected mm-hmm. her to be getting a, an Oscar nom for the, what is it, Woman in the Window or something like that. Oh yeah. How many yeah. times is she gonna get nominated? And, and and that, got, that got the boot to next year, so uh, uh, apparently it's not that good. Um, but also, <laughs> she won't be getting nominated this year. No. Right. Um, and then this Momo movie's happening. I forgot. Oh, no. I I saw this and I was just Thanks. was not surprised. I mean, the studio. I'm surprised it's not Blumhouse, but it's Orion Pictures, which did oh. Child's Play. Um, I don't know. So, all right, I guess we can just get into our list because cool. news is news is dry. Um, all right, let's get into our list. This is our top ten anticipated movies for the rest of the year, 2019. We'll do how we did last week. 
I was going to say last year, but last week, <laughs> um, where we just go through the 10, say why, blah, 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 talk shit to each other. And then, yeah. So, <laughs> number 10. Oh, we all start with Larry. I feel like Larry has some stuff to say. Larry, I... actually, I don't know because you gotta get your you gotta get your list situated first, uh, don't you? Lord, this is a mess. My list is a mess, y'all. <laughs> All right, let's start with Hannah then. Hannah, what's your All number right. ten? I'm pretty sure this won't be on any of you guys' list, but I saw it in the theater, uh, a trailer for it in the theater, uh, in front of Spider-Man: Far From Home, and oh. that is the Art of Self-Defense. It's Jesse Eisenberg's new movie. And the trailer looked really cool, and it made me laugh. It was really funny. And it kind of looks like The Favorite in a, in a weird way. Like, the trailer is, like, really funny at first, and then it gets, like, really serious. And it's, like, that's how The Favorite is in my mind. <laughs> the art of self... I haven't even... I've heard about it. I've just never seen the trailer yeah, yet. Yeah, I just... Uh, I'm always so leery with uh, Jesse Eisenberg that... <laughs> I'm, 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 it does look very interesting. I'm definitely intrigued, but it did, you're right. It did not make my list, but I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to at least check it out. And the reviews are great. Right. Yeah, the reviews um, are strong. All right, so I'll go next since Larry, you still got to figure out your stuff. Um, my number 10, I have Dr. Sleep. I'm just a huge fan of horror. You're going to see a lot of horror movies on this list. <laughs> um, the Shining is great. I'm glad we're getting a follow up. The trailer was really cool. It was very nice to see that redrum thing again. So I'm super excited to see what they take the movie. And yeah, it looks really good. Uh, Larry, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I just need to preface this by saying I did not include the farewell on my list even mm, though i did it is very much one of my most anticipated movies still to come of this year but it's like so close on the precipice that i'm like okay no i i, I know there's a screening here in denver for it on tuesday i'm hoping i can go to that what? um so i'm like okay whoop, there's like no show times around me for it. yeah there's like no screenings I am so excited for it so if it were on my list it would have been like top four easily but i didn't include it so i just wanted to preface that it's in there, but no. <laughs> but no. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get the critically acclaimed out of the way before I get the hot mess out of the way at number 10. <laughs> um, so this probably won't be on either of your lists, and I might get dragged for this. Um, I'm afraid. I'm very so basic. I have Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Disney live-action films. Oh. Listen, okay. I did not love Maleficent. I actually was quite disappointed by the first Maleficent. I was really excited for it. And then what Disney gave us just did not cut it for me. But uh, for 99% of the first two trailers they've given us, I have lived for. I thought they have been so much fun. The visuals look great. And Angelina Jolie camping it up as Maleficent is just everything I need in life. So, and I didn't even know I needed Angelina Jolie camping it up versus <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer in this beautifully wicked little role. Like those two on screen together, I, yes, I'm on board. I want it. Give it to me now. However, <laughs> What keeps it, what almost actually kept it from this list was the end of this new trailer uh, where we find out Maleficent is part of, like, there are more Maleficents out there that, um, uh, I, don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. So there is a high probability this will also become a very large disappointment, <laughs> but I'm holding Excited out. Excited nonetheless. Um, all right, so... Maleficent, I guess, is Larry's <laughs> number 10. Um, <laughs> Hannah, what? <laughs> um, Hannah, what's your number 10? I mean, number uh, 9. Sorry. Oof. God. It's a big one, and that is Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Every time I watch the trailer, well, the teaser, I cry, and J.J. Oh. Abrams is back, and I'm just, I'm just so ready for it. I want it now, but it's all the way in December. Yeah, the true. Uh, that's on my list, too. And I agree with you about the trailer. The trailer is phenomenal. Um, so my number nine is it's a little higher up, though, that movie. Uh, my number nine is another horror movie. That is Black Christmas. So they just announced this. Oh. They just I announced this, this movie. Um, they announced it's a remake of, a, of another remake that they did in like 2007. That was just horrific. The third version. But third yeah, ones. but. This looks good. I liked who's attached to it. Uh, they announced it a few weeks ago. 
though, and it's supposed to release this year. That gets you kind of scared, but I'm I'm optimistic, and I <laughs> like horror movies once again. It's a slasher flick around Christmas Female time. director. Yeah, it's a slasher flick around and, and writer. So, um, yeah, yes, it's a slasher flick around Christmas time. And that's all you. That's all you need to tell me for me to be in the theaters with my hoodie, and I am good. <laughs> so, Black Christmas is my number nine. Um, Larry, what's your number nine? That that one almost made my list. I was really tempted, really? but yes, because what? I really like the original Black Christmas. Actually, it's like so a, do I. an underrated horror slasher for me that that remake though whoo yeah uh, so <laughs> it's a hot at mess number, <laughs> at number nine i have another one that i'm very skeptically excited for and that is actually frozen 2 we're continuing on with the disney Almost again i love animation animation is my jam the first frozen i think it's fine i don't love the first frozen but i think it's fine i think it's fun it's cute for what it is but i have really liked the trailers they've released so far for frozen 2 so i'm excited to see where they're going to take this story a more badass um elsa i'm on board with that so yeah i'm excited to see what they do and i hope that they can improve upon what they laid down in that first film hmm. Okay, so I was going to give you shit. Then I was like, oh, okay, you're, I mean, that's a good point. You're the trailers look great. The trailers do, and it looks like, it looks so real. Um, But the trailers do look really, really good, like, especially in theaters. Um, So I, I, I agree. So now we're at number eight. We are speeding along, which is good. <laughs> um, Hannah, what do you have at number eight? I have It Chapter 2. I oh, yes. really, really love. love the first one. Uh, The 2017 uh, Andy, Musch- uh, Andy Muschietti however you pronounce his last name <laughs> oh no you did it um, right that's good that's good <laughs> he's directing flash um Ugh, are you know. shading tim curry right now no I, that's what I'm I, hearing. I am i am i am i am i am oh tim curry was never oh my god uh, wise did nothing for me when i was a child nothing absolutely yes. nothing Absolutely. Tim Curry is a legend. I will hear none of what is being said right now. <laughs> but, right, but um, I, I really, lo- I really love the um, 2017 it and the cast. The cast just amazing. I'm so happy to see Bill Hader in a movie um, because I haven't seen him in one for a long time, and I just love him so much. And I, I'm really excited for this. And I've heard some great things about it from people who have seen it. Oh yeah, I um yeah that's that's very high because me and my horrors we just go way back so um that's very high so oh uh, God is it my turn? Oh, it is. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So my number eight is Knives Out. The trailer was good. Uh, it didn't do much for me like I wanted it to, but I do love the cast. I do love Ryan Johnson. I love the classic who who done it kind of kind of feel to it i love the um, production design that i've seen in the trailers um so i'm still excited for it i'm still looking forward to it a lot so knives out is my number eight uh larry number eight what do you got so uh, my first horror film of the list i have ready or not at number eight So I am, uh, I'm pumped for Ready or Not. I pretty much love when we get like a person who's getting hunted being like, oh, hell no. And picking up a gun or a knife or something and like going on the offensive, um, which looks like what this could be. So I don't know. The trailers definitely look like they could be a little bit of a miss. But overall, I have high hopes for Ready or Not. I think it's, I think it's going to be a fun one. I that almost made my list as well because it gave me a lot of your next kind of vibes and um I loved your next yeah so did I so I yeah I that that almost made it but yeah um it, it didn't uh Hannah what do you have at number seven we're at number seven now we have I have The Lion King well, um it is my favorite animated film of all time right uh, I've been a big supporter about the movie ever since it was announced and I love John Favreau's The Jungle Book. I it was one of my favorite movies of 2016 and mm. it got good reactions at first. Great reactions. At first. <laughs> I love at I first. made this list. <laughs> I made this list yesterday so it happened before the Rotten Tomatoes score came out. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. I'm so, so really excited for it. And I love lying. the clips that have been released. I haven't um, watched a single one. I've just yeah. feel the need. Um but okay, number 7 props to you 
Poop, poop. Uh, my number seven. My, my number seven is Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I love the trailer. I love that um, the director of The Force Awakens is back. So I love the feel of The Force Awakens. Um, yeah, it looks really good. The trailer's amazing. Love seeing all the old stars coming back. I love. I cannot wait to see what Car- um, Carrie Russell's doing because she's playing this cool kind of character. I just hope she doesn't get the same treatment as Brienne Tarth did um, when she was was plasma but um yeah it looks it looks really good and enjoyable uh larry number seven what do you got so at number seven i have once upon a time in hollywood um so i know film twitter probably would pull out their pitchforks and start running at me (laughs) at this time for having it so low i just uh i don't know call me an sjw many have i have a hard time with quentin tarantino um, currently, because after hearing all of that on the set of Kill Bill and just some yeah. of the problematic aspects yeah. of Tarantino have damp- have made it harder for me to get excited for this film. But, I mean, the trailers are a blast. I love Margot Robbie, and I feel like she's just going to steal the show. I mean, no offense to Leo and Brad, but I think Margot is coming to steal this whole film from them. But, I mean, it should be great. There are no black people in here, so Quentin has no excuse to be throwing around the N-word like it's his fave jam. So (laughs) I'm hoping it's a lot of fun. That's such a good point. That's why, like, I can only watch Django every, every like, five years or something. I, I just, because, like, like, I get, I love that the protagonist is a black male, but I just felt like that movie was made for him to just, oh, my God, slavery, yes! I just felt like that was his going into it, so... Um, yeah, I can't watch Django anymore. But um, I totally agree with you as far as with that movie. It is on my list, but a little bit higher up. Um, so now let's get into number sixes. Uh, Hannah, what do you have for number six? My number six is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, uh, I also have a little bit of trouble with Quentin Tarantino. But, mm-hmm. you know, everything aside about him, I, his movies are great. I've always loved his movies. And I always get really excited when a new one comes out. And the cast is great. The trailer's been so much fun. And it's getting great reviews also. So I'm really, really excited about it. And it's right around the corner. Yeah, pretty. I think it's like, what, two or three weeks away? Um, about two weeks, I think. And it still doesn't have a rating. Yeah, it does. Does it? Does it? Mm-hmm. It's oh, in the okay. 90s. I think we no, all no, know. No, no, no. I mean, like, the, the R rating. Oh. I think we all know what the rating is. I think we know it's going to be an uh, R, but yeah. like the trailers, they still don't PG, have a rating. I just PG, hello, PG. Hello. <laughs> Obviously. Um, all right, number six is. Did you? Okay, I am tripping. All right, my number six is Joker. Um, I think this is when. Uh, Joke. My number six is Joker, and I think this, like, after all the trailers and what the what Todd Phillips has been saying about it, all the little all the little images that's been released for the movie, all the new all the new details. I do think this movie, if it's really really good, it will be like Oscar nominated. Um, Joaquin Phoenix just looks Ooh. fantastic as the Joker. I'm really excited for it, and yeah, the Joker is my number six. Um, Larry, what's your number six? My number six is Knives Out. So I did watch the trailer finally. Uh, <laughs> in anticipation of this list, I said, okay, I need to go back and watch a couple trailers to see what the material looks like. And I think Knives Out looks awesome. Uh, Chris Evans already still in the show. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> Tony Collette slaying in the little screen time she had. Daniel Craig doing great. Everybody just looks like Jamie Lee Curtis. All of them killing it in the film. I'm excited for this like campy who done it type of feel it just looks like a blast to me so i'm pretty pumped for knives out um knives out yeah i'm really excited for mm-hmm. that one too. when does that come out is that october or um, november i, I have no idea um, I yeah it looks looks <laughs> uh yeah it does look really good though so all right we're at the halfway point number fives uh hannah what do you have for your number five spot my number five is one I'm also sure you guys don't have on your list, uh, and it's called Big Time Adolescence. It was big coming out of Sundance. Uh, it stars Pete what? Davidson um, and Machine Gun Kelly. It sounds like it's uh, not good, and like it's not oh. good. <laughs> but it got so many like uh, great reviews, and it like it was pitched as kind of like a mid '90s kind of feel, and it's like a mentor buddy movie. And it just, everything I've read in, like, a synopsis of it, it just seems like a movie made for me. And, yeah. What is Machine Gun Kelly doing? Like, why is he trying to be an actor? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All the girl from Euphoria is in this. I want to see it now. Um, 
Mm. Is she really? Yeah, what's her name? Sydney Sweeney plays Holly. She's gonna play Holly. I don't. Is this is this the right movie? Because I don't see I don't see no Machine Gun Kelly in this cast. I I don't think he's listed on. Uh-huh. All right, so his role is not. No, yeah, he's but not. If, even, if you like, look in the Wikipedia, it says his actual name. All right. Colson Baker. There you go. Colson Baker. That's his real name. Yeah. Like, like, um. All right, so. Number five, my number five. Um, well, that movie I I never heard about the um. What is it? Age of Adolescence. It's you said it was at Sundance big, and stuff. Big time adolescence. Big time. Where did I get age from? Um, <laughs> I I like indie movies, so I'll probably check that out. You know, eventually when it's on like Prime Video or something later on this year. Um, my number five though is Ford v Ferrari. I every time I see the trailer, it stars uh Christian Bale and uh, Matt Damon, I believe. And, is that? Yeah. Uh, what's his uh, what's his name's new movie? James Mangold. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, they dropped the uh, poster, the trailer, and it looks really good. And I watched the trailer on a big screen. And you know, my weaknesses, my weaknesses is how the trailer, how trailers come off in theaters. And uh, they showed us in a nice big Dolby theater, and it looks really good. It's gonna be in an IMAX theater too. Um, and it looks like a really, it's, it, you can tell it's an Oscar kind of bait movie to an really? extent. I mean, you could just tell. I mean, can can I didn't get those vibes at all. I, I I mean, November, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, John Bernthal. That just <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be in it for five minutes. <laughs> that just screams like, hey, let's go for that award. But um, it looks great, and I and I'm really excited for it. I'm always into these kind of um, and it's it's. I feel like a movie like this is perfect for the end of the year too. If this, if this was releasing in like now or like March, it wouldn't fit. I feel like this. Fits for the Oscar kind of season. So, yeah, it looks great. Uh, Larry, what do you have for number five? So, my number five, I'm sure you both don't have. Well, I know you two don't have this on your list. Um, but really, I don't know if a lot of people would outside of my animation <laughs> circle of film reviewers. But if I you have... say Angry Birds, I swear. Oh, no, please. <laughs> um, Is that I still am... happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it comes out in August. Yeah. Yikes. I... I have Shaun the Sheep movie Farm Again. <gasps> oh my I, god. I'm so excited for this movie. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> no, so, you people did not watch Shaun the Sheep movie, and it is so good. It is adorable. It's a silent film. Well, not silent, but it doesn't have any actual spoken dialogue. It's really innovative in a lot of ways. Plus, it's from Ardman Studios, who almost always knocks it out of the park. The animation is going to be gorgeous. This looks like a really fun, really funny movie. The alien design is so adorable. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm really hoping it's as good as the first film. And if it is, I mean, it's going to probably be one of my favorite animated films of the year. So, can't wait to see Sean the Sheep movie in what I'm. I still think is being released in December. They, I, they were a little bit soft on that release date. So, but as of now, December. I didn't even. I didn't even realize that was a Sha- another Sean the Sheep movie was coming out. I didn't know but, either. Um, yeah, you got me scared. I, I was like animated. I was like animated, animated. What else is coming out besides Frozen oh. Two? And I, and I got scared. I'm like Angry Birds, Larry, really? <laughs> spies, in the, spies in the skies, really? Like, but um, hey, okay. that looks good. Spies uh, in the skies uh, looks good. With the birds, oh come on, you're killing me. Um, <laughs> I think uh, the trailers are cute. Yikes. Okay, so let's get into the number fours. Uh, Hannah, what do you have? Uh, I have The Last Black Man in San Francisco as my number four. That's already out, girl. I I haven't seen no show times around me. There's absolutely no show times around me. Um, So I don't know if it just hasn't come my way. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, I paid for my ticket and I already saw it, like, not as a screening, just as a patron. I, you know, I wish that I could say same because <laughs> I've been trying to see it for like a week and a half, oh. but I've heard nothing but phenomenal things. There's like unbelievable hype behind it and it's A24. So, you know, obviously it's, you know, just a movie that I need to see. <laughs> um, The last, I haven't seen it. I, I've been, I've been so bad this year. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been, I've been a hot mess. <laughs> I like how Larry agreed. He's not lying. I just been like I haven't seen it in summer. I I don't think I'm gonna see Stuper or Crawl. Um, the next movie I probably see is The Lion King, and I'm not looking really looking forward to it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. So my number four, since everyone is so rude, 
Um, my number four is The Farewell, and that's out. I thought it was out this weekend, but it's only NY in what? LA, I believe. LA, that's has yes. Um, so I'm sure in Boston, I'm sure in Boston it'll be out soon. I'm going to see it because I've heard nothing. Uh-huh. This is the indie movie that I've been wanting to see more than anything else. So this is a movie that I will actually like, like, like call out of work or something and go see it. So I really, I really just want to see this. Um, <laughs> it looks so good. It does, and I've heard nothing but great things. I haven't heard not one single negative thing about it. So I really want to see the farewell. That's my number four. Um, number four for you, Larry. What do you have? So number four, I have the Joker. Uh, so I, I think it looks great. Joaquin Phoenix continues to make interesting and fun, bold career choices. Um, the trailers have really sold me on it because at first it was like, what is DC doing? They're so scatterbrained <laughs> and all over the place that they're recasting. They're going off on an offshoot, but keeping Jared Leto for a while was the rumor in the other films. I don't know. DC still, I'm not convinced that they are planning anything, but uh, <laughs> regardless, this, yeah, <laughs> this film in uh, isolation looks really good, and I'm really excited and hope it lives up to what I think many of us are really excited for. Yeah, if it's bad, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I really don't, um, because I feel like we're on a good track record with DC right now. So it's far, I mean, <laughs> um, well, I like Shazam. I liked I liked Aquaman. So, um, and I know Aquaman made bonkers money. Shazam kind of left more to be desired, but I do think this is a movie that can take them to that next level into what Marvel's like. You know, Marvel Marvel's going not like Marvel would never take a risk like this. Is what I'm gonna say. I don't think they're gonna make. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna make Deadpool rated R. They keep saying that, but I think they're saying that to make everyone happy. I don't think they're gonna even. I don't even think they're gonna give Deadpool his own movie, to be honest. I think he's gonna be snuffed in someone else's movie. Um, so I don't think Disney will take it this route, and I'm glad that DC is. They said it's it's R is nudity, there's drugs, there's a bunch of stuff. And I, and when I picture Gotham, I don't picture happy go lucky people. I picture fucked up shit going on in Gotham. So I'm so excited for that movie as well. Um, I can't wait. So number three, we're in number three spot. Uh, Hannah, what do you have? I have one that's uh, farther down on your guys' list, but I have Knives Out. I'm really, really excited for this. Uh, I love Ryan Johnson movies. I think that he's he's just a really great director. Agreed. And it has a stellar cast. The trailer, I've watched it a million times because it's so much fun. Literally, I, I'm ready for the movie right now. I think it's going to be like, probably the most fun <laughs> movie of the year. I'm so excited for it. And I haven't seen a good whodunit in a long time. I know, I know that there's like Murder on the Orient Express and like some other things but like there hasn't been one that's like good <laughs> in so long right yeah you know you're tr- it's true because i was excited for that one too and i didn't like murder at the orient express very, i thought it was okay. very very boring um but my number three is once upon a time in hollywood i agree with all of you guys sentiment about um quentin tarantino he is not my favorite director not not one of my favorite directors but i like his stuff enough yeah. i guess um, you know, and the movie looks fun and looks great. Like, I like the idea. I, lo- I just love Leonardo DiCaprio, so that's probably why it's so high up. And I love Margot Robbie. She's, like, my top five right now for actresses, so that's probably another reason why I'm so excited for it. So, What's Upon a Time in Hollywood is my number, in my number three spot. Larry, what about you, number three? So, my number three three is dr sleep uh so we were talking about him earlier but i love ewan mcgregor so usually <laughs> put ewan mcgregor in a lead role in a film and automatically i'm getting more excited for it so whatever controversy with his characters or who cares dr sleep looked awesome i loved that trailer i thought it was so enticing it really piqued my interest i didn't really know i needed a follow-up to uh the shining but now that i've seen the trailer i couldn't be more pumped for it so i don't know i need a good prestige horror to to follow up midsummer and this looks like it could be that big prestige horror so uh i hope it's good Agreed. Um, yeah, it looks great. I mean, it was so low we on mine because I just have, I have so much more that I'm looking forward to. So, um, all right, this is the final two. So, number two, Hannah, what's your number two? My number two is a movie that I've been dying to see, and it's only released in Australia right now, and that's Parasite. It's um, oh yeah, movie. Uh, and Okja, the host, Snowpiercer. You know, he's made some of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and it's his first Korean film in ten years. 
So I'm really mm. excited about that. I've always preferred his Korean films over his English films. Um, their views are unbelievable right now, and it won the big award at Cannes. So I'm really, really excited about this. Yeah, I've heard I've heard good things about that, but I heard it's also really fucked up. But um, yes, <laughs> I, I, but I know you're I, but I know you're In all for Bung that Juho that style. life. Um, yeah, you're all for that life, and I'm kind of not really. Um, so for me, my number two is I don't think I don't think this movie is on either either of you guys' radar. But the first movie has been one of my all time favorite dark horror comedy movies, and my number two is Zombieland Two. Um, oh my I, God. I am in love. He just made Venom. <laughs> I am in. It's fine, okay? I accept it because I <laughs> am in love with the first Zombieland movie. I remember right. before, I, before I love it too. started before I started collecting Blu-rays. I remember having that movie in my DVR for like three years before I started buying Blu-rays. That was the first Blu-ray I've ever bought. Was Zombie was Zombieland, and I still have it. I watch it at least three times a year. So Zombieland too. If it's bad. I might just cry in the corner for a long period of time um, and quit the channel, everything. I'll just quit. And then but <laughs> if it's really good, then I'm going to be a really happy fella because I love Zombieland. I love all, I love the whole concept of the story. I'm, I'm tired of zombies, but Zombieland is the one thing I'll make an exception for because they, they kind of take the whole zombie killing trope into a whole new level, love the rules and all that stuff. Not really a big fan of the title. I mean, it makes sense, Double Tap. But, um, yeah, I, I, I Zombieland 2 is my number two. So, yeah, no Abby. Uh, Larry, what's your number two? So my number two is It, Chapter 2. Ooh. So I loved the first It film. You mentioned that cast earlier when you talked about it, Hannah. Um, much to Grace Randolph's uh, begrudgment, <laughs> I am so excited for Jessica Chastain. Me too. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I love me some Jessica Chastain. So I really love this movie just to then, you know, yes. I can mean, live with Jessica Chastain being and in it. Another box office hit, so she needs to just be ready uh, on her little box office <laughs> show every week to just be ready to sing her praises because it's going to make a lot of money. Oh, man. She, does she think it's not going to make a lot of money because of Jessica Chastain or something? Yeah, she full-heartedly believes that to every film she's in whether like they don't make money they don't actually win awards blah 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 like she is a, she's crazy she what? hates her followers like, i don't get it for jessica chastain that nobody understands <laughs> why does she have a following i just really don't get it oh, I, I, i've never been a fan of grace randolph because i just why like I used to. I used to love her channel, but then she started going <laughs> off the rails with craziness that I could not follow. Um, I remember when they were showing, I remember real quick, I remember when they were showing the trailer and she did a trailer reaction and someone posted a clip on Twitter saying, why is she like this? And then she, it was like, it was when um, Avengers Endgame was coming out and they had the trailer when Captain oh, Marvel kind of ste steps up. Yeah, she's that's up to Thor's face and he his hammer comes or the axe comes and then she like she was like oh my god I hate her face I was like what are you five I was like what like um, it's <laughs> so outrageous. Well, Larry, go ahead. But yeah, so I'm excited for this adult cast. I'm a little bit nervous just because the second half of it is where it really as a story starts to get wonky for me so i go in with trepidation because i mean what are they i don't know how they're going to really fix it all that much so i'm like oh it could be a major letdown or they could really approve upon the material that they're given so we'll see but the first day it was great i love me some horror and i'm pumped and you know these big ones i, I can have fun with like big blockbustery horrors like the conjuring so as long as this is the conjuring universe not the first conjuring which is amazing but um it, the conjuring universe films like annabelle the last annabelle i can have fun with that so if this is better in quality which i'm hoping it will be um, i'm on board um i totally totally agree with you um all right so we are at number ones this is our last movies that we're really really excited for so hannah you go ahead. I'm kind of scared for some reason. I feel like it's going to be something. <laughs> I, I feel, feel like, like it's going to be like something shocking. You and I? <laughs> yeah. You said no. a horror movie, right? It is. Yeah, we might have the same one. No, I think okay. I'm pretty positive. I know what his is. Yeah, because okay, okay. I mean, it hasn't been said for me yet. But um, go ahead, Hannah. Mine is 
The Lighthouse. It's Robert Eggers' new movie. Uh, I absolutely adore The Witch. It's one of my favorite horror movies. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's gotten unbelievable, unbelievable reviews. And I love Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. And I'm just really excited for it. Um. So, no, that is not my number one. <laughs> Yeah, I think my number two I, is number one. Yeah, because I, I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely do not get the hype for the witch. It was horrific. <gasps> oh it was my god! Horrific! Horrific! Oh. I don't it's get it. I was so snoozing. good. Oh. I was snoozing. Oh my god! Like, then you're not gonna like Midsummer. You're not you, gonna like Midsummer. You listen, might. You I, might. I, I, I might. I heard I might. Listen, listen. The witch is not. Well, well, that's for another excited? day. Are we excited for the NC17 cut? On Blu-ray of Midsummer, I'm kind of afraid of that <laughs> because I haven't seen it yet. You guys did. Oh and, my god! Like, I think it's I'm gonna fucked. see that. Like, I, I gotta see it tomorrow. I'm busy. Um, I, I know it's and I, you know what's also keeping me away from seeing it too is this, this runtime is just ridiculous. Um, two twenty. That's not long. It's for me. I mean, <laughs> you've seen Avengers how many times? Uh, yeah, right. Like, Sit there and it. watch Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Let me get to my number it one. It feels longer about. than Hello? Avengers, though. I'm gonna tell you that right now. It feels like four hours. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Why would I want to do that to my? All right. Because um, anyway. it's great, even though. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, anyway, my number one is very exciting. My number one is it chapter two. I don't know what Hannah was thinking with this lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, uh, I thought me and you were on the same wavelength. <laughs> I knew, I knew before we started what his number one was gonna be. Um, yes, and my number one is it chapter two. This is the best trailer I've seen all year. Um, the trailer is so good. I love Jessica Chastain. I don't understand people who don't like her. She's <laughs> great. I mean, why? What's to like? What's to not like about? Amazing. About? I live for Jessica. Just great. Um, the trailers. Did I say the trailers amazing already? I did. But anyway, um, the trailers amazing. But um, I love me some Bill Skarsgård. I do think he's miles better than Tim Curry. Sorry, R.I.P. But um, the shame. I I uh, yeah, I love. The first it movie. I can't wait to watch it again. I wa- I actually rewatched it a few weeks ago to get me even more excited about chapter two. Um, I I do think I do think Andy Muschietti knows that people are very like not too fond of the second half of the it story. Yeah. So I do think he tried his. I do think he gave it his all to try to give a really you know good story to kind of cap off the show. I mean the the movie and stuff like that. So I do think they put work behind it, and they got a they got a stellar cast, and everyone looks great. Um, Pennywise again looks great. All the like the newest the new kind of stuff that they're doing with the movie too. I heard there's, a, there's one scene where like there's gonna be the most blood ever in a horror movie, which I'm excited for. Um, they showed that in the trailer. Which will have Jessica Chastain once again. Hello, who else is willing to just dump themselves in a bunch of blood? Jessica Chastain <laughs> is. Oh, <laughs> so it's at the two. Yeah, it's at the two. Please come, come my way. Um, Larry, what's your number one? Okay, so should I do my number one or should I do my honorable mentions first? Oh, you have honorable mentions. I don't. I, do. I, I, I didn't write any. I, I probably do. Larry, I didn't watch your review because th- this isn't my honorable mentions. But how was Good Boys? Meh. Oh, I'm uh, excited for that. I think others will like it much more than I did, though. I think uh, it's one of those where I I fully understand that others are gonna have a much more fun time with it. Much like I compared it to. I mean, it kind of is in the same vein. Everybody loved mid '90s last year. I was not a fan, but uh, I get it. Everybody else loved it, so you know it is what it is. I think people are gonna have a lot of fun with Good Boys. I just was meh. Yeah, I'm surprised that you got a you got such an early screening for it. I've been looking for a screening wow. for, for us over here. I don't know. I might have to go up and go down into Denver. You be getting all them ladies. Um, Come on down for the farewell. Hurry. Serious, serious. Listen, I I I was like, huh, Tuesday, maybe on my flight to San Diego, I can stop at Denver. Stop in Denver. Um, but uh, that's too much. Um, yeah, so, yeah, let's just go with that, I guess, since you started with Good Boys. So some of my honorable mentions, I have A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, um, because obviously Tom Hanks in a story about Mr. Rogers, who who's not going to be at least somewhat excited for that. Um, a Hidden Life, which is the new Terrence Malick film coming out in December, which Terrence Malick, I will admit, is very hit or miss, and I know he's not for a lot of folks, but 
I'm always interested at least in what he's going to bring. Um, talking about Sundance, uh, we've talked about it. Brittany runs a marathon, got a lot of great response. Oh, I heard that was good. Yeah. Out of Sundance, so I'm excited to see what that's all about. Ad Astra, I'm also <gasps> curious, but I've just gotten so much space films over the last few years. Like people talk about superhero fatigue. I have space fatigue. <laughs> space fatigue. We've been in outer space so much over the last couple of years, but you know, it's still, it has an intrigue. Um, I'm also excited for the kitchen. Uh, I oh, think me it's too. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Melissa McCarthy in a more serious role. I'm always down for that. Plus Tiffany Haddish in a more serious role. Let's get it. I don't I know. I, 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 I would be really excited for that movie. I just, I'm so over Tiffany Haddish. I me am too. so, she, I don't. I mean, she I, seems toned down here. Like it doesn't I seem guess. like the typical No, she looks Haddish. great in it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like her oh. usual thing. Uh, and then my final my final honorable mention was Hobbs and Shaw I just I mean I think it, what it the looks, hell but it looks so fun uh, it didn't make my list because it definitely could be cringe like to the max but The Rock and Jason Statham just having a blast I mean come on Ooh, come on <laughs> you are, listen you are thinking with something else if you're saying you're excited for that movie I just know it Idris <laughs> Jason and The Rock I know this is an orgasmic movie I get it but uh, no first of all, Idris Elba is the one I'm excited alright see. see I know it's an orgasmic movie all around like, I spoke <laughs> My mother, she's like, "Oh my God, are we gonna go see that?" I'm like, "Go with your friends." I, I can't. I like um, Listen, I'm, I've always been a Fast and Furious apologist to a certain extent. Anyway, so you know, I have fun with the Fast and Furious movies. I would like some racing to come back into play sometime, <laughs> maybe ever, but it's just because I'm a racing fan. All right, so none of those actually made my list. Just as <laughs> I just need to put the the measuring stick out there. All of those did not make it, while Maleficent did. So. So that just shows you, you know, my excitement level for them is there, but it's very, like, lukewarm at best. So, <laughs> my number one, because I am a basic bitch like that, it is Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. I wow. mean... I, I love Star Wars. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite film of all time. I am so attached to the series, but I'm not one of the crazy people who thought The Last Jedi was horrible. I actually really enjoyed The Last Jedi for the most part. I understand some people's gripes with it. I The only thing that gives me pause heading into Rise of the Skywalker is the fact that J.J. Abrams is coming back to a very altered version of the story he had mapped out <laughs> with, <laughs> with Force Awakens. So I'm scared that he's either going to just completely undo what Ryan Johnson did in The Last Jedi, and then it's going to be like, oh, okay, cop-out mess, and I'm it's just going to be too safe and boring, and I'm not going to enjoy it. Or... He's going to go with it. And I, uh, or he, I mean, I guess he could make interesting choices with like Ray's parentage because they're already going back to that in the marketing material. Um, but I'm excited. I really enjoyed The Force Awakens. I really enjoyed The Last Jedi. I've actually enjoyed most of the Disney Star Wars films. I know they get a lot of, a lot of hate, but even like Solo, I had fun with <clears throat> It's not great. I like Solo. Things, but I thought it was a fun film. It was a well-executed blockbuster. <laughs> I, I really like it. Dwayne's having an aneurysm. So, you know, I'm excited. I think they've done a good job with the Star Wars franchise thus far. I, I like these characters. I love Poe Dameron. Um, but I also love Rey so, and Kylo Ren. So I'm excited to see where they go with these characters. And I hope that they give them a satisfactory conclusion. But anyways, I'm going to be their opening night pumped for some star wars agreed um so am i listen once i saw once i saw in the trailer when they were fixing up uh kylo ren's helmet i just that's the vibe i'm getting that they're just gonna kind of oh, let's just sweep ryan johnson's thing under the rug <laughs> and stuff so i can see that happening i don't know the i just my only thing about Star Wars that's giving me a lot of pause with the movie is just I do. Although we've been 
all year we've been dealing with backlash from all types of movies, which like can you imagine? But um, I thought I thought this was gonna be the year where we kind of kind of get away from fan backlash, but it's happened with every movie. So and I know it's just gonna be even like you think you think now is bad when when that movie comes out, it's gonna be turned up to like twenty, and I just I don't want to see all the messiness, and I know yeah. we're gonna get a lot of messiness yeah. online. Um, I, I I mean I don't know. We might I don't know. I feel like people didn't react nearly this negative toward The Force Awakens. And if he does, in fact, go in there and erase a lot of what Ryan Johnson put in place, I think those butthurt Star Wars fans that are out there right now are, are going to be happy with it. I think they're actually going to like it. So, Because uh, they hated The Last Jedi and pretty much want to forget it ever happened, I guess. So, I don't know. I think it's more people who were like, went along with Ryan Johnson that'll be disappointed if if all of that is basically nothing now. But but that's yeah. the, that's that's the thing though. I feel like even okay the 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 crazy people who got pissed off at Last Jedi like pissed off to where like we were it was just a mess. But um they're gonna come out. I can already see all the tweets. You see guys, this is what happened with somebody who <laughs> loves Star Wars takes the movie back. I just I'm gonna see that, and then the other one's gonna be like, oh my god, I'm so mad that uh Ryan Johnson. I mean J J Abrams like went back on what Ryan Johnson did. It's gonna be horrific. It's gonna be a hot mess <laughs> all around. So I'm just. I'm, I'm preparing for the worst. Um, Listen, make I, everyone happy and give us Poe, uh, yeah, Poe and Finn. Yes, <laughs> Poe and that's, Finn. That's what Poe we wanted. Finn. Forget Ray and Finn. Forget that mess. Give the internet what it craves and give us Poe and Finn. I don't think they will. More Oscar Isaac is just always good. <laughs> yes, more Oscar <laughs> Isaac, period. Unless he's playing Apocalypse. Other than that, oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree. I like Oscar Isaac. This is a so, shady podcast. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Um, I guess I don't really, uh, off, the, off the rip, I don't really have much, like, honorable mentions. I do kind of want to see that Where'd You Go, Burdenette movie. I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Um, you know, I can do three. Well, okay, go ahead. What do you got? All right, so I'll do Joker as one of them. It almost made my list. I'm, I'm curious about it more than I am excited about it. I've heard some people saying that it's not good, and I've you know, heard a lot of people be like, well, Warren Bros. is trying to push it as a Oscar movie, um, and they're trying to screen it at a film festival, Toronto Film Festival. Yeah, yeah is that it? Tiff, I don't know. Tiff, yeah, Tiff. Yeah, um, and I love Walking Phoenix, so... You know, I'm really excited about that. Uh, and I'm really excited about The Kitchen. I, I've been telling everybody that I want to see The Kitchen so bad. And I, I just, I'm ready for it. It looks so good. I love Melissa McCarthy uh, sometimes. Uh, you, sometimes oh. she's great. Sometimes she's terrible. Uh, oh, she God. Was, <laughs> she, was, she was really good in uh, Could You Ever for, Can You Ever Forgive uh, Me last year. Yeah, she was so good in that. Uh, so I'm really excited about that, and it looks like a, uh, another kind of movie, like Widows or something like that. So yeah, hyped about that. Uh, and then I'll do. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to see if I have <laughs> the other ones. I guess I only have two, maybe, probably. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so, whoa, little wait. monsters, little <laughs> monsters. Oh, uh, I heard about that too. Yeah, I want to see that too. Yeah, I'm really excited about. That. I think that's. I don't know if I'm getting it mixed up or not, but I think that's... No, no, no. Little Woods. I mean, Little, Little Woods. Woods. That's okay. what I meant. Yeah, this is Tessa Thompson's new movie. And oh, yeah. it's like a... Oh, yeah. It's like okay. a comedy. Uh, and yeah, I'm really excited about it because the way that she's described it, it seems really cool. Yeah. Did anyone see her smell yet? I really want to see that. No, that's been on my watch list though. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's with Elizabeth Moss again. I want to see that. Um, I, I, Like I said, the kitchen looks great, but it's just that Haddish does not do me well um but i guess that's it that is our a slightly less messy show like last week like you know <laughs> hannah hannah hannah's <laughs> hannah's audio didn't just drop in the middle of the thing <laughs> and, um so bad um i was we were talking about how she's like, i don't know if it was because it was late or what but yeah. <laughs> you know what? oh i'm kind of glad i didn't have to do that overnight last night because if we had a 12 midnight show whoo 
Um, but <laughs> I'm glad we didn't. So let's end the show right there. Um, thank, thank you guys for joining us. I'll go around the call, get everyone's social medias. Larry, let everyone know where they can find you, what's coming up on your channel this weekend. Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. And coming up, I don't know that I have all that much, to be honest. That's like a slow period um, in the summer, it seems like. But right now, up on my channel, I have a movie discussions podcast-style video up with Sean Chandler from Sean Chandler Talks About, which I'm really excited about, as well as I will have, hopefully, my review for The Farewell up on Tuesday, and then The Lion King, not until Thursday. Okay. And um, Hannah, let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, at Movies and Cats on Twitter. Um, and then as far as the Cinemania page, uh, I'll see what mm-hmm. I can see. I'll see what I can see this weekend. I'm not going to make no promises. Uh, but Sunday... Mid-summer. Sunday, <laughs> yeah, I'll, listen, I'll try my best. Because sun, Sunday... Uh, we will have our last box office show before I go out to San Diego with Larry and I, so that'll be fun. Um, Monday would be our last Cinemania live show, you know, talking about Big Little Lies and Euphoria. We'll talk about all the controversy around Big Little Lies right now, then Euphoria getting renewed. Hannah and I, that'll be Monday. Tuesday will be our last Cinemania world show. Try, well, I'll try to have one up um, with Alex and I, but I'm sure if it doesn't happen then we'll probably try to do one while we're out there um and yeah next week is san diego comic-con where we're going to be pumping out a lot of content we are going to go to we are going to go to scare, scare diego which is where they're, they're going to show the extra footage for it chapter two um next wednesday night so that's going to be fun and then and Thursday, then Saturday, the Hall H panel for Marvel Studios and stuff. So that's going to be all fun. So tune into all that. Stay tuned. Um, thank you guys for joining us. My, my name is Dwayne. That was Larry. And that was Hannah. I, I remember last week when I was like, my name is Larry. But I was <laughs> out but, um, you know. <laughs> but, um, all right, guys. We will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.